0: Welcome to the Solar Intense Podcast. Today we're doing back to back ones. Yesterday was Howard Beck and today we got Jonathan Sharks from The Ringer. How are you doing, Jonathan?
1: I'm good, man. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. We got some interesting basketball being played here in the playoffs. So I thought we'd get into it. Um first of all, I guess what is your favorite series you've been watching?
1: I guess I really like uh, Washington Toronto has been a fun series. Mm-hmm. The stakes are very high on that one. Pretty evenly played for the most part.
0: That's definitely
1: true. Boston.
0: That's true. Yeah, Milwaukee-Boston is always good. Um uh, let's see here. What about, uh, so what, so what about, so yeah, Toronto-Washington, I mean, they're so equal. They're 2-2. Two, two, two. It's a 1-8, but, uh, with people being injured, and I mean, how long was John Wall out? He was out for a while, so they're not really an 8 seed. Um so it's just a really close game, and Toronto's
1: always had problems in the playoffs. Um do you, th-
0: do you think Toronto's gonna come, come out of there?
1: Um, I think you'd have to go with the uh, team with home court probably in a series like this, but it's, mm-hmm. it feels pretty evenly matched, so it's hard to say at the same time too.
0: Yeah, it's definitely the most I even matched for a one
1: eight. I'll, I'll say Toronto comes out with it. So,
0: mm-hmm. um, my, one of my favorite series is definitely Philadelphia Miami, uh, just because of how much grit is in that series. And you just it's just crazy. I mean, there there's a one game that was like stitches on Justice Winslow and ejection or at least technicals ejections and like just fights. It's very chippy. This is a very chippy playoffs for sure in most all the series.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um I would just say with Philly Miami though, it feels a little um stored Like Miami's trying so hard, but just the talent gap is it's just hard to see them coming out with it.
0: Yeah, I mean they're up. Philadelphia's up three uh, one and I think they're playing tonight, if I remember correctly. Um that's a three six and uh like uh Howard Beck was saying yesterday, we briefly touched on it. I mean they're just there's no uh there's no identity with Miami. It's not Drake's team, it's definitely not James Johnson's team, it's not Justice Winslow's team. I was kinda saying it's Spolster's team, it's the Miami Heat culture still there, but they don't have I mean it's the husk of Dwayne Wade, I guess you would say. Um but yeah, they Ben Simmons and Bede Is just hard to do, and they have the veterans of Redick and uh, Ilyasova and um, Bellinelli to really help keep them uh, competitive. While the young guys, who are very poised, um, see what it's like to win in the playoffs, even though they obviously have what it takes, winning 50 plus games in the regular season for sure. What did you think of
1: Indiana Cleveland? Um, That's been a pretty fun series too. Uh, I think it's just we're still. Wa- I actually have an article coming about Miles Turner tomorrow. I mm. think we're still waiting for like the final shoe. I feel like that's a, that's a series that can go either way. Obviously, I think right now, I mean, I think it's same with like Toronto, Washington, the team with home court, you have to like when it's two two, the team with home court, you have to like their chances. But at the same time, I think in both series, you're kind of waiting for that the second start, the second player to emerge, right? Mm-hmm who's going to come up consistently to help Oladipo for Indiana or help LeBron for Cleveland? Mm-hmm. And we don't really know who that's going to be. Like, the has had big game three, but a lot of their guys have kind of come back and forth. And Cleveland, obviously, feels like they can very find four guys who can play basketball sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it seems yeah. like that yeah. series, like, they're waiting for one player to emerge to kind of take control of the series.
0: Yeah, it's hard to bet against LeBron, but Oladipo and they just seem like a better executing team, at least. I was watching that game. I was like, how is how is – everybody on Indiana always open. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was incredible how bad the rotation seemed to be from my point of view. And the part of it against LeBron, for sure, but they could definitely well, I mean, come out of it.
1: I think the big thing is, like, it's a lot, like, that series, of like, the Portland one, where, like, um like, New Orleans blitzed Florida the whole time. It feels like the last two games, they used to blitzing the LaDipo and, like, getting mm-hmm. somebody else to beat them. And yeah. I think that's one of the big storylines of this playoffs, is, like, you have to be able to beat the Blitz. You have to have guys, like team, teams are going to take away what you do best. You've got to have a counter. You've got to have a plan B. And that's mean, I Philly and I mean, that's like Cleveland, Indiana, are looking for a so plan B.
0: Absolutely. I was really, I mean, in one sense, I was really hoping for India to win that game, that yeah, game four, so that we'd have three straight LeBron back against the wall games. Because I remember him, I think he was playing Boston, and he had to do win a game six and a game seven. Back back in the day, and that was just incredible to watch. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Twenty twelve, and and so having three games, probably three games where LeBron needs to absolutely whale his team to victory, which is gonna be so exciting. But I guess two two is good too. Um, we'll see what happens in uh, game five. Um, you said the Boston Milwaukee series is good, and of course uh, they don't have Kyrie and they don't have Hayward. But it definitely is a good series because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have just really played better than we really thought they were for a sophomore and a rookie. Um, what else did you think about that series?
1: Well, that's been fun if you like young guys because it just been such a young guy series with so many kind of – I mean, for me, the story is Don Maker being alive. Like, that <laughs> changed the whole series with him. Because he had a great first year. Not great, is like too strong. But he really established himself first year, fell off the map this year. And then, like, they're back against the wall, they go back to it. And that's what really changed the series, John. That might change everything. If Tom if Meyer can play basketball, I'm really open to some glows to Milwaukee long term. Yeah,
0: definitely. And Milwaukee just needs to, I mean, it would be, I was. I, mean, I don't think I got the last game, but it would help, certainly help if uh, Eric Bledsoe could outplay Terry Rozier. That would be, that'd be helpful for them. Um, and uh, so, yeah, definitely it's going to be a good series. I'm in the East, so we've talked about all the East playoffs right now. Um, I was talking with somebody yesterday. Um, I'm thinking that Toronto, Cleveland, Philadelphia, and let's say Milwaukee are going to win those playoffs. But who do you think – I think Cleveland is still – until my point of view is LeBron can't – isn't knocked off until someone actually ends up knocking him off. So I'd say Cleveland is still the, the leader in the clubhouse to be the in the finals. Who do you think has the best chance to beat them? Because I've heard – someone told me yesterday that they think it's Philadelphia. And I still think it's Toronto, but we'll see. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say Philly and Toronto. I mean, I think really if you're in the East, you got to feel if you have a chance for the first time in forever. It seems like Cleveland, like, they trust their guys who've been around. Like, Lou, I think in game four, he went with, like, LeBron, Love, J.R., Corver, kind of the guys who've been around. But it's like, can those two guys really step forward and establish themselves? Hood, Nance, Hood, Nance, and Clarkson, like, what do those guys have? It seems like that's kind of looks like I'm down to Cleveland season. Uh, first of all, it's the best chance. I would say whoever's in front of them has a good chance to be Cleveland when they're playing right now. I mean, Cleveland's they're living day to day these days. They can't really yeah. sit long right now.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think that. I think uh, 76ers have a chance. I mean, yeah, I, I just can't. Until Cleveland loses four games, it's really hard to count them out. Um, but for sure, I definitely think they're on the ropes more than they have been in a good decade or so. Um, he, uh, this might be the team that has the least talent since 07. That's along with LeBron. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that, that and then also, Philadelphia so has a chance because Embiid and Simmons have stuff that they, I don't think that the Cavaliers can really – Push against them. And I always have believed in the Raptors. They just have such a good bench right now, which obviously it's shortened for playoffs, but I think there's still um, something there in terms of stability. I think Lowry and DeRozan can really overcome what they've had problems with, especially against this kind of Cleveland team.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. It's interesting to see, too, who their five is going to be Toronto. I was surprised at how much run they did in Turtle and that Washington. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. I was kind of expecting them at some point to go like Ibaka, Siakam, maybe Ananobi. I think with will those the two. The two guys to watch for Toronto are Ananobi and Siakam. So they're going to be needed. A to get by Washington even, but then of course to play LeBron. And so are those two guys ready for the moment? And that's what I think we'll see. And of course if they get by LeBron. They got to go get Simmons. So Ananobi yeah. and Siakam are the two guys who go, you want know, to see what they got
0: yeah because they need the switch ability like in the in the wizard series they need to face uh, Morris at the five um because Gortado isn't like super helpful at the moment um and they need to obviously go against a love at the five in in there and then and or Elias soba at the five for uh against the sixers so they definitely do need to see or and an Obi to really see what they got I totally agree with you so move to the west um in the west obviously uh Houston <laughs> Minnesota well actually first off. What did you think of uh, the portland Orleans series? That's the only one that's already over.
1: Well, I mean, I think, like we just saw, we, took, what kind of we talked about like the blitz. Like, New Orleans really exposed Portland. They mm-hmm. said, we're going to make the three, four, and five positions beat us, and they couldn't do it. That's mm-hmm. why I think a little bit people are like watching on Dane. He was very much outplayed by Drew Holiday, for sure. And I think he makes it, I mean, Drew's great. But to me, it looks at. Portland's going to answer who's their 3, 4, and 5 going forward. And if you don't have a good answer for the question, when the ball comes out of our best player's hands, what's going to happen? <laughs> it's going to be exposed at some point in the playoffs. it was exposed by New Orleans.
0: Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I want to move on to the other ones that are still going on, but if uh, listeners uh, still want to hear more thoughts on Portland, New Orleans, uh, Howard Beck and I talked about it yesterday on the podcast. So Go check that out. What do you think of this uh, Like you said, Oklahoma, well, Oklahoma City-Utah is a really good series, even though it is 3-1. Uh, the Jazz have just such an interesting set of players there that, that fit well together. And then the uh, fall of Carmelo and then Paul George somewhat being really awesome sometimes and really not some other times. And Westbrook seeming to be less effective. What do you think about that series?
1: Yeah, it's very disappointing for Oklahoma City. Like, I hope they would at least set up a fight. It's just, it's just very disappointing that there's this resort of this. I feel like obviously Westbrook's been terrible. Mellows. Melos have been even worse, and then they just haven't adjusted. That's the surprising thing to me about that series is that, like to me, the one thing I'll give to Ron Lee for Cleveland, like if things are working, he could try something else. He just change up his defense. He could change rotation. Move his lineups around. He's not gonna lose the same way two or three times in a row. And it feels like at Oklahoma City, they really have not tried anything. Yeah. He just kind of went down. Like, why isn't George playing Donovan Mitchell more? Why aren't they, why are they not switching screens with Rubio Gobert? Why are they switching screens with Rubio Like, It doesn't work. It, that to me is very frustrating to watch them just, like to me, there's nothing worse in the playoffs than losing the same way multiple times. Like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm. I guess I'm probably more on the line of I'm gonna react quickly and maybe overchange.
0: Like mm-hmm. I think a
1: lot of coaches tend to like be conservative and like stick with it, make sure it doesn't work. But to mm-hmm. me, like in the playoffs, if it's not working, you have gotta try something else.
0: You only have a couple of games for sure, and yeah, with the Thunder, it's. With the Thunder, you have you have so many good players. You, I mean, you have three All Stars, and then Stephen Adams, who is the greatest person on the face of the planet. <laughs> and it's just you have you have everything there at your disposal. You just need to use it in the correct way. Otherwise, you, you otherwise you're not going to win. You're going to lose the Jazz. They're so down three one. Um, somehow, Donovan Mitchell, as a rookie, is leading that team, and it's just kind of incredible what they got going on. Quinn Snyder is a great coach. Um, uh, Ingles is a great uh, signature ball handler and stuff, and then Gobert. You think Gobert's going to be defensive player of the
1: year? Um, probably. Well, probably. Yeah, I think Davis a little better, but uh, he played more games for sure.
0: Uh, what about this? Um, well, let's talk Houston, Minnesota. That game was a blowout. I I think I left the game to go somewhere at halftime. It was almost tied, and then I guess I see there at the start of the fourth quarter, and then down by thirty. I was like, well, that thing has escalated quickly. That really got out of hand uh, for sure. I think we got some interesting things here. What do you think? I mean, Tim Bulls, I guess, is the first time that they're really in there. Derrick Rose is interestingly doing well, or at least was for part of that game.
1: What do you think about this Tim team? And then we'll talk about it in the Rockets. Um, I just think, to me, this – I wrote an article about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Basically, this is like, this series is like – it's exposed how much Towns and Wiggins have to improve on defense. Mm-hmm. And they're, really that team is only going to go as far as those two guys can improve their game. Like game four, there's only a matter of time they're playing this, the, the drop back defense with Towns, which stays at the rim, and then they have the guard deal with on Harden and Paul. At some point, it's just not going to work against a good team. You have to have your big come out and defend on the perimeter. And Towns has the physical ability to do it, but he just doesn't. Wiggins should be guarding Harden or Paul. Like, Wiggins is 6'8 and crazy fast. She's playing good defense. They shouldn't have Jeff Keegan on island against freaking Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> <Can> He's <laughs> he get cooked back? all the time. Yeah, if those two guys like I hope I hope they learned their right lessons from the series because they need to play better defense.
0: Yeah, Jimmy Butler does his thing, but you're right. It's cat. It's on Cat and Wiggins to uh, do the to play right around them correctly. Houston just kind of just does what it does. Harden's setbacks are incredible, even when he's like was he what was the 0 for eight and then he makes like two or three setbacks. It was crazy. Um, what do you think? I mean, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't hear how Tucker's oh, Tucker came back in, so he was fine, but. Um, This team versus the – got the Warriors are up 3-1. The Houston's up 3-1 on Minnesota. So they're probably going to – I think that they're both going to meet each other in the conference finals. Do you think – what percent chance does each team have to win and go to the finals?
1: Well, I mean, a lot of it comes down to courage injury, right? Mm -hmm. It's just hard to say. Like, is he healthy? Is he not healthy? How effective is he on one knee? It's a weird balance because, like, Golden State has to kind of – they've had to kind of evolve without him the last mm-hmm. few weeks. And they have to scrap all of that when he comes back. It's just, like, let's see how he looks next round, what you say. I mean, obviously, on will 2016 where if he's limited, they can't have other options, but they do. I think I trust Golden State. I trust Durant with Golden State regardless almost. I feel like they're probably going to win, but if Curry's limited – and almost in a way, it's like this not knowing is the worst of both worlds because mm-hmm. there's this good kind of limbo where they can't just move on without them. Yeah. But, like, if they bring it back and it's, like, very limited, it just makes everything else harder to work.
0: You kind of see I mean, the I'm results like, of that from let's uh, Boston.
1: Let's see, how, let's see how Curry looks. Yeah.
0: You kind of see the results of that from Boston losing Hayward at the beginning of the season and then losing Kyrie as well. They just kind of move on and change it, adapt, like you said, with the Jazz. And the, the Thunder, uh, that, the Thunder don't do it. and The Boston Celtics have done it. Um, maybe that's a sign of a good coach or just, a um, good teammates able to adapt and take the right roles. But I think, I, I think, I do think that the Warriors should win, um, because of that, even if Curry isn't completely understand, but it's, st- certainly they are, Houston definitely has a maybe city over 50% chance of winning the series if Curry doesn't play at all. I think just cause, they're so, he just unlocks so much of what they can do well.
1: Yeah, I think the thing to watch with Houston is probably, like, on those nights against Golden State, when Paul or Harden don't have it going, like, can they get a third guy? Is Eric Gordon going to be able to step up? Yeah. To me, what I wonder like, at some point, with a lack of offensive diversity, really kind of undo them. They don't really get much. You can hide guys all over the floor, and you are know, like, Three, four, and five. Now those guys create shots really. Yeah. Will that come back? To five. That's why I really think Golden the edge is they have so many more weapons than Houston.
0: Yeah, I mean Durant really brings out the whole seal. The four of them, they could just mess up, and he gives. Them so much more margin for error than before he came to the to the Bay, for sure. Well, we just got through all the playoff series. So, um, who is your uh, well? Who is your finals prediction? I guess.
1: I mean, I'll, I'll stick with Golden State. I'll, 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 I'll say, uh, gosh, Golden State. I don't want to pick Toronto because who can ever count on those guys? But then Philly's so young. I'll, I'll say Golden State, Toronto, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not saying great about that either.
0: I think I would say Golden State, Cleveland, until it's not there. But I'll still say Golden State over Cleveland. We'll see. Well, do you have anything, uh, Jonathan, you want to plug before
1: we get out of here? Uh, yeah, you know, um, just check out the ringer.com for our playoff coverage. We do an NBA draft podcast every Friday. We have NBA podcasts every day about these days. Check that out.
0: Definitely, everybody. Check that out. Uh, check out Jonathan's work on the ringer. Um, and check out my podcast. This is the Solar Insights Podcast on uh, Spotify, iTunes, etc. Also, check out my other website, Elite Hoops Development. I'm Impact Basketball Certified. Um, to train people here in Phoenix, Arizona. So if you know anybody in there that needs to be trained, let me know. Thanks again, and check out the playoffs. Have a good day, everybody. Bye.